Hi, I'm Emmanuel, and welcome to It's Not That Hard, your weekly podcast talking everything about entrepreneurship, running a business, customer service, and everything in between. Running business is a difficult thing to do, but at the same time, it also shouldn't be that hard. I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Emmanuel, and welcome to another episode of It's Not That Hard, our weekly podcast talking about everything entrepreneurship. I am here with my lovely co-host, Anda. Hello. Anda's going to be a regular, everybody. She's just going to be on it every time, so she's now the co-host. <laughs> so now this is called Anda and Emmanuel. It's not that hard. Yep. I went from guest to co-host in 20 seconds. And you'll probably go to taking it over because you're just so good at it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Topic Anyways, of topic of the of the week. Well, speaking of, so <laughs> is focus, right? Um, I have a little bit of a problem with focusing, and uh, keeps me in line. Um, she keeps me uh, in check because I think as a creative thinker, um, you tend to think everywhere other than the one place you're supposed to focus. Um, so it's a work in progress. It used to be really hard really hard to focus because we were going in about 20 different directions and then we finally narrowed it down to just a couple and we also still find that it could be a little bit difficult to focus on the couple that we have now without going off into all these different directions um so there's different kinds of focus i think there's focus focusing on um what you're doing so like as an individual you could be sitting there focusing on one task at hand uh, but we're going to talk about focusing your business and your brand as a whole into um, what works versus kind of throwing up, you know, 10 things on the wall, seeing what sticks uh, and then focusing on that one. I mean, if you're taking time to focus on the 10 things that you're throwing up on the wall, then not one thing is getting the same the attention that it should get. Um, so we're going to go ahead and talk about focusing on one thing and how it helps uh, your business uh, flourish and how it's helped our businesses by focusing on these one things versus multiple things at once. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're, you know, if you're part of a duo, let's say you have a business partner, a spouse that's involved in the running of the business with you on the daily basis, um, it's, it, you'll probably find the balance there. You'll find the other person will, will try to rein you in. Um, if you're on your own, so if you run your business by yourself, I think what helps, and I found that with myself in different situations, is write them down. Write the one or two initiatives that you really want your business to focus on. And every time your mind goes to, oh, how about I try this? What if I add this product? What if I add this service? Go back to your priorities. Go back to your initiatives. Does that fit in with your main objectives for your business? If yes, great. It could be just be a spinoff. But if it's a no, think about it before you actually start um, implementing it. Because you're just going to take time away from your main goals. Right. And I think that when you first start off to, um, when we first started our businesses and we, we first introduced them to our friends and our family and, and just the public in general, one thing that people always said to us was, you know what you should do? You know what you should do? Just one after the other. And 
thank you for the feedback and thank you for the idea. Um, but you're one of 20 people that we talked to in that day who said the same exact thing. So now we have 20 ideas coming at us where, you know, that's, that doesn't help with focus, to be honest with you, but especially when you first start out a business. And I find, it, I find myself doing it to other business owners also without thinking, you know, they'll say, well, this is my idea. This is what I'm doing. And the first thing that comes to mind is, well, you know what they should do? Well, that's not helping anybody with focus. So I know we got a lot of that when we first started our businesses, Mm -hmm. um, which did make it extremely difficult to to focus because a lot of times those are great ideas. Those are – some people have some really great ideas. But like Anda said, if it doesn't align with your your objective of what you want to do, which is something that you need to figure out and focus on yourself as the business owner – then you kind of need to just maybe write them down on another piece of paper, send them to the side and revisit them after you've, you've won your initial object objective. If I hear one more person that tells us, you know what you should do? You should do bow ties for dogs. I'm going to go ballistic. When we started Lord Wallington, our main product line was bow ties. And every single person we met um, said, oh, you know what you should do? You should make bow ties for dogs. And we very nicely, you know, thanked everyone for their um, ideas. But really, we were catering, our brand was catered towards a specific demographic, male professional, 25 to 35, had nothing to do with, with pets. So people are, you know, we could have easily gone, okay, let's let's try it out. Um, it just did not align with our brand. That was one of the ones we heard all the time. <clears throat> right, yeah. And, I, and, you know, and I always think, too, um, with these great ideas that come our way, um, you know, if they're such great ideas, you could go do it yourself, too. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what it comes down to. I think, you know, that is a really great idea. Why don't you take the initiative and do that yourself? Speaking of focus, so we digress. This is not about people. This is about how you focus. And we, we stay focused. Well, no. In the beginning, it was a mess. I remember when we launched um, Andalou, the bath and body product line. I I loved making soaps and um, shampoos and conditioners, but for the life of me, I couldn't focus on one, two, or three cents and. Every day I was making um, 20 different scented soaps. It was so inefficient. I was cutting my profit margins by a lot to the point where at the end of the day, I had to, to, to kill that business. It was just so unfocused. Um, yeah, well, let's go. Okay, let's go, go ahead and talk about that now. So we have these, um, when we first started all of our brands, each brand had multiple arms to it mm-hmm. um, and they weren't, not one arm was making was making money because we spread ourselves so thin across the board. So yeah. we weren't focusing on the one thing that was making money. So we never knew the one thing that had the potential to be whatever the brand was going to be, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had we always had some things that did better than others. There was an indication. We I think we had a hard time letting go of. Right. And I think that that's a big issue with focusing on the main objective with whatever your brand is, is having an emotional attachment to something that you want to do within the brand. So, for instance, 
if you look at the Lord Wallington brand, it started with with bow ties, yeah. and then we moved into to ties, and then we moved into pocket squares. There was a short time where we were making canvas totes. Yeah. What was that? So much time and energy went into these totes. They weren't the mass-produced totes from China where we just stamped our logo on them. They were each individually made. By hand. By hand. <laughs> lined everything. Not worth the labor, not worth it, and nothing happened with them. But there was just this emotional attachment to the time that went into it that was really hard to let go, let go of that. Um, I think when you start a business, you know, there's just this, um, you know, there's a novelty to your, your craft, to what you're making. And if you can make multiple things, that's great. But you learn quickly if you're going to have a real business and this is going to be not just a hobby, not just a craft, a real business. What I've learned that has helped me focus is what makes money. At the end of the day, I'm that, that, yeah. as a business owner, yeah. and I've been doing this for six years now, uh, we're going on five years as a 100% entrepreneur, is that I've learned that what's going to support me and my family is going to have to be the one thing that makes money. So that yeah. really fo- make, it forces focus. Right. So if you're able to have a brand where if you have multiple things going out, you're not focusing on one thing or the other, you have all these emotional attachments to all these different arms to the business, you need to take a step back, look and see where your money's going. If you're just in the hole or you're floating at zero, you're just breaking even, you need to take a step back and say, okay, what's the main objective and also where is the most potential for profit if I focus on that one thing? Yeah, I think that, you know, if you're if you're a big brand like, I don't know, Anthropology, right? You can have as many product lines <laughs> as you want because you have the resources to support those. So you can you can sell anything from clothing to um, bedspreads to housewares to shoes to anything but as a small business you probably want to start with one or two product lines and really really um, focus on those grow them develop them to where they really work and if they don't work kill them move on to the next one but don't from our personal experience don't start with 10 different things it's just it doesn't work at the end of the day right it doesn't work and you don't have the if you don't have the manpower you don't have the funds to support 10 different initiatives within one brand on this 100 right yeah. you need to narrow it down kill one just bl- knock it out of the park that one thing and then when you're ready use what your what your profit is from your one initiative to use that to fund the next one but you need to uh, complete the the first one first. There has to be, you know, something has to be come out of that one thing first. So uh, just going to, you know, talking about tips to focus when you're first starting a brand. Uh, my biggest one is cut the emotional attachment as soon as you possibly can. Because I understand I'm still extremely emotionally invested in our businesses, in our brands, especially Lord Wallington. As you should. Especially Butler by Lord Wallington. And if I had to kill it tomorrow, I would have a really hard time with letting go Um, because it's been six years now. If this was a year into it, I was doing 10 different things, going 10 different directions. I feel like it would be much easier to cut the attachment sooner than later. 
Um, but that's up to you to decide what's going to work and what's not. Nobody can tell you other than the market what is going to work and what isn't going to work. I think another thing is that if you if you're able to focus um whatever it is that you're selling it that really helps um with your brand identity. It's it's really really hard to create an identity for your brand, an identifiable, easy to identify brand and a connection with your with your um uh, with your market if you're all over the place, it's, it's really hard. But if you stick to, um, to one or two things, it's much easier to, um, define who you are and for people to recognize your brand. Right. So, um, just kind of a question for you, Anda, how do you focus your brand? How do you keep from veering off left and right to where we were? I mean, it's very easy for us to, come up with new ideas every single day um you know every day there's so many ways you can go with a, a home and lifestyle brand well for for house of andalou if you remember when when i first started in i think 2013 it was more of a challenge to see if i can if i can do it and i really enjoyed and i still do um um sourcing the product and so I would source anything from glasses to um, vintage mid-century clocks to (laughs) vintage shoes to anything and so the 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 identity of of the brand was all over the place it was really really hard to know who house of andalou um was at the time and slowly little by little i noticed what worked and so i started cutting and to this today i only source tableware that's it very rarely will i buy a vintage clock (laughs) anymore it's really hard it's really hard because i do often come across things that i know would make a good profit that i know that it would sell well it just if it doesn't jive with the brand brand it's just only going to take away from from it so the market spoke and essentially the market forced your focus to what was selling yeah period yeah there was no and i see there how there could be an emotional attachment to the certain things that you you see you like you think they're cute but at the end of the day it was what what was getting sold absolutely yeah yeah absolutely Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you know, going to the Lord Wallington brand, um, how do we, how do you know, how do we focus on this brand over here? Well, you know, originally, like I said, it was the ties, bow ties, pocket squares, grooming products, totes. Um, we have a small collection of vintage um, men's kind of um, desktop items, book, bookends, collectibles in the den on the website. Um, so those things are they're all there. They're great. They're part of the brand identity because they've been there for so long. Uh, there's no real emotional attachment to those products per se now because the Butler service has taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, Butler by LordWallington.com has now become the main focus with the brand because of the revenue that it's driving, mm-hmm. period. So as a creative, um, I had the opportunity to kind of get all my lack of focus out in the first two or three years. And they always say, you know, they, whoever they is, they say that there's a, uh, like a five-year mark, right? Where you're running a business and it's like your make or break mark. I think that when you're creative, in my experience, is these five years where 
lack of focus. Mm-hmm. And it that. was not, you know, it was crazy how these five years were that almost to the date because it was something that it was just a, an evolution that I had to go through as a business owner. You had to, I had to learn. I had to make mistakes. I had to, um, you know, spread myself too thin to learn that I had to focus. So as soon as it clicked, as soon as the focus went right into the Butler service, it was just night and day from last year. Uh, we've already surpassed last year's complete sales in the first half year, in this first half of 2018. So we're projected to double. We could potentially triple last year by the end of this year because the focus is so uh, targeted and narrowed in on what our objective is and the objective is to provide exceptional home management service to homes and families in san diego that's the objective there's nothing beyond that it's just to provide that exceptional service period we provide that service everything else follows yeah yeah i mean i think i think people you know it would be amazing if if there would always be someone there to tell you, okay, no, you have to drop this. No, you have to kill this. You have to go in this direction. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So most of the times you have to just learn um, through experiences. That mean, yeah, you'll look back and you'll think, gosh, you know, I can't believe I wasted two years on this, on that product. But, you know, um, you learn. And when you have a partner, um, there's only so many times they can say no without being called um, dream killers. <laughs> <laughs> dream killer. So, um, you know, Emmanuel is very creative. I'm more of the CFO. Um, and so uh, there was a time a couple of years ago when he would come up with an idea pretty much every single day. And it was really, it was getting really hard for me to say no, 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 no. Oh, that's um, where our son gets the word no from, yes. huh? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I would be like, go for it. I knew he I knew he wouldn't go anywhere, but he had to learn on his own. So Your support is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, looking back at it, you know, you I I don't know if you saw something in I don't know what you saw when we when we came up with the butler service and when I proposed it to you, but that was finally one yes that I got that I think has you got a really more changed than one yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I can probably count them on my hand. So, um, all right. So going back to focusing, see how this is, I don't think everybody understands how hard focus is, especially when you have your own business. It is just, uh, I'm a regimented person. So my day is very much the same every single day. It just keeps me, sane and it helps me uh, accomplish a lot more than if I was just kind of all over the place but still I find a, a really difficult to focus um, while keeping the same schedule every single day mm-hmm. however um, that's just the way I am and it might be you know because I'm in military service you know I get up at the same time eat the same thing I do you know we drop off our son we hit the we hit the grind we work 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 at the end of the day it's uh, gym home ymca family time dinner netflix yeah gym there might be a couple gyms in there (laughs) but uh gotta take everybody so um you know then finally you know midnight crash get up and do the same thing the next day that 
I guess in the larger scope of things helps me focus on my sanity. Yeah. Uh, however, it's you know, still, like I said, extremely difficult to focus within those hours to make sure that you're putting as much energy as possible into the right things at the right time. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't sound very glamorous, but um, in order to get somewhere, we really need to put the time and the effort and in order to pay off in time. So it may not sound that glamorous. Every entrepreneur know, knows that it's it really it's not, at least in the first few years. Well, we're talking to entrepreneurs and also aspiring entrepreneurs. Right. And I think the picture that's painted of entrepreneurship is very fake. Agreed. On social media, yeah. Especially on social media. If you look at social media, entrepreneurship is not all roses. It is unglamorous, grinding, work, difficult, emotional. Do we have time for avocado toast photos? Right, yeah. So, you know, everybody has their priorities. Um, but anyways, but getting back to focusing okay. is, you know, one thing that, um, one takeaway for me from this whole conversation is just, uh, as a business owner and the main objective of the business that I'm running is personal fulfillment, not having my own boss, except for my wife, <laughs> <laughs> um, and also building a brand to where it's at a point there where it can be, you know, sold or, or bought out by, by, you know, somebody else. That's the objective. So once we start, started seeing revenue coming in, we started seeing the wheels turn and everything was working, you know, is going in a great direction, focus. that I focus directly where that goes. Everything else has become secondary. Unfortunately, um, I don't have the emotional connection to the accessories and the ties that I used to, when I, especially when I was making each one myself one at a time. Uh, so the emotional connection isn't there. I still am very much invested in those products. However, it is not primary. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to just redirect my focus a little bit, give some love to those accessories, you know, a couple hours a day if I have the time, and then redirect that focus right back into what's what's bringing in the revenue. Uh, for Anda, she's definitely um, taken what was, if you look at vintage if you go into a vintage store anywhere, there's just so much stuff in there and it's almost overwhelming. What do you buy? You spend hours in there looking and looking, looking. She has worked really good on houseofondaloo.com and also her House of Andalou Etsy store to focus in on what her brand identity is and what sells for her in her online store. Um, I think it's just as easy, you know, it's very comparable to a brick and mortar where why would you have a store that has isn't selling anything? You know, you focus in on what's selling the most and you get more of that product, maybe in different variations, but it's going to be what is your main focus. So Anda has found that in the tableware, um, plates, glasses, um, what else? Uh, just anything, table accessories, yeah. It just became a brand um, f- uh, focused around dining and entertaining so um our main target is is the hostess right and so and if you look at the long picture is through all of this trial and error and figuring out where we're focusing and finally focusing everything became more clear Mm -hmm. because now that we focused in on what's working for butler by lord wellington.com and also house of andalou.com we've figured out that we were able to marry the two together so now we have butler by lord wellington.com offering dinnerware through a dinner party service 
So we're able to work together. If we were going in 10 different directions at this point in the maturity of our brands, that probably would have never come up. We would have completely missed an opportunity. Um, So I think focusing on, on what works also opens doors for other opportunities. Agreed. Yeah. So... I hope we were able to focus enough for you because now I have all these ideas in my head that I want to propose to Anda as soon as I get off of this. It's a no. It's a no. (laughs) So anyways, well, I just want to thank everybody for listening this week. It was a quick, focused conversation. Um, If you have tips and tricks on how you focus, we would love to hear them uh, so we can read them on our next podcast. You can send them to ask at cgo-enterprises.com. That's ask at cgo-enterprises.com. We'd love to hear how you focus or how you don't focus or how you might need help with focus. Whatever your focus issues or goals are, we want to hear them. So thanks again. We're looking forward to talking to you guys next week. And have a good 4th of July. Bye. Thank you for listening to It's Not That Hard, our weekly podcast. If you can leave us a review and feedback, that would be great. Your feedback and reviews are what keep us going. Thanks.